Good morning, listeners. Third day of the new year. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and oh, we got so much to do today. So we're building relationships. You and I are so close right now. And welcome to any new listeners. Um, We're going to have a good time this year. We meet every morning. (laughs) So we hope to see you. And I want to welcome Rhode Island. Yay. We added another state. We are up to 35 of the United States that are listening to this podcast. I'm so excited. We have a total of 3,441 active listeners. Okay, you know my heart is on fire. On a little sad note, my baby is sick right now. Um, We're not going to give life to that COVID monster, but we are going to lift Nicole up in prayer and just, you know, hoping that, you know, the chills and the coughing and the sore throat and all these other horrible symptoms that they subside. She better still be in bed and under those covers. Okay. For the rest of us, let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, you know me, so please guide me. Show me the paths that lead to abundant life and convict me when I am tempted to stray from you. As you guide me, restore me. I will place my hope in you at all times because you know all things and by you my life is held together. You are my strength in times of need and you have become my salvation. So hold me close, Lord, and teach me to walk in a manner worthy of the calling you have given me. Direct my steps as you guard my life because I want to glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Holy Spirit, you know my heart. You understand my deepest wants and needs, and you know me better than I know myself. There is nowhere I could run to escape your presence, and nothing I could ever hide from you. And that is why right now I am asking you to give me your divine wisdom and guidance. I don't always know what to pray for. My soul is weary and I'm usually tired. (laughs) I often worry about making the right decision, but I want to live a life that honors you, God, that honors you. Even though I may feel like I can't move forward, or see you, I know that I have you, Lord, right by my side. Amen. Okay, let's dive right in. Uh, We're going to talk about trusting God day by day. Alrighty, and these, uh, these notes are from Joyce Meyer. Dr. Joyce Meyer. So she says, talk about the good stuff. Matthew 12, 36 says, 
But I tell you on the day of judgment, men will have to give account for every idle word they speak. So it seems to me that we talk about how we feel more than practically anything else. We feel good or bad, happy or sad, excited or discouraged, and a thousand other things. The inventory of the various ways we feel is almost endless. Feelings are ever-changing, usually without notification. These feelings don't need our permission to fluctuate. They merely seem to do as they please for no specific reason that we can identify. We have all experienced going to bed feeling just fine physically and emotionally, only to wake up the next morning feeling tired and irritable. Why do I feel this way, you ask? And then we usually begin to tell anyone who will listen how we feel. It's interesting to note that we tend to talk a lot more about our negative feelings than we do our positive ones. If I wake up feeling energetic and excited about the day, like I am today, I would rarely announce it to everyone that I come in contact with. However, if I feel tired and discouraged, for some reason I want to tell everyone. It has taken me years to learn that talking about how I feel increases the intensity of those feelings. So it seems to me that we should keep quiet about the negative feelings and talk about the positive ones. So let's do that and make that a goal this year. We're going to talk about positive feelings, hopefully only. (laughs) You can always tell God how you feel and ask for his help and strength. But talking about negative feelings just to be talking does no good at all. If negative feelings persist, asking for prayer or seeking advice based on biblical truth is a good thing. But once again, we want to stress that talking just to be talking is useless. If we have to wait to see how we feel before we know if we can enjoy the day, then we are giving feelings control over us. But if we are willing to make right choices, regardless of how we feel, then God will always be faithful to give us strength to do so. Amen. Trust in him. If your feelings are positive, tell someone. If they are negative, tell God and then trust him to work things out. Regardless of how you feel, choose to enjoy your day every day. She also goes on to say that success starts with your thoughts. So 2 Corinthians 10 says, We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Well, Nobody is successful in any venture just by wishing they would be. Successful people make a plan and talk to themselves about that plan constantly. You can think things on purpose, and if you make what you think about match what you actually want to do, then your feelings may not like it, but they will go along. 
Do you make an effort to choose your thoughts or do you just meditate on whatever falls into your head, even if it's in total disagreement with what you have to say or what you want out of your life? When your thoughts are going in the wrong direction, do you capture them and submit them to Christ as a as the Bible instructs? Well, I want to encourage you today. The good news is that you can change. As uh, Joyce Meyer has said for years, we are in a war with the mind and it is the battlefield. We either win or lose our battles based on winning or losing the war in our own minds. Learn to think according to the word of God and your emotions will start lining up with your thoughts. If you have had years of experiencing wrong thinking and letting your emotions lead you, then making the change may not be that easy and it will definitely require a commitment of study, time, and effort. But the results will be worth it. So don't just say I'm an emotional person and I can't help the way I feel. Take control. You can do it. Trust in him. Keep your thoughts in line with the plan God has for your life. A plan to prosper you and not harm you in any way. So take control of your thoughts by trusting them to him. Amen. thought those are some good words to start off this year. Excellent. Okay. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom should I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my help. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom should I shrink? There is one thing I ask of the Lord for this I long to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I believe I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So hope in God and take heart. Trust in the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Please have that attitude. Of whom should you be afraid? No one, nothing. You have Jesus. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more prayers, of course. And from Commanding Your Morning, it says, All will be revealed. 1 Corinthians 4 says, God will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Everything in the universe begins with and revolves around two things, words and thoughts. Our thoughts, intentions, motivations, and aspirations, whether they be secretly pondered in the heart 
openly declared as desires or formally written as goals mold and shape our personal universe into something that is either grand and beautiful or base and hideous. Whatever you harbor in the innermost corridors of your thought life will sooner or later reveal itself in the outer arena through your words and actions. Whatever is hidden will eventually be brought to light. So, just as a seed is for a time hidden under the ground, it will eventually break through the surface and its true essence will be revealed. Bow your head. Father, I commit to fill my mouth with your word. Let it renew my mind and make me more like you. Weed out everything in my heart that is not like you. Make me more like you because my will to work in harmony is with yours. I will break evil and inappropriate thought patterns in my mind. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. In Jesus' name, amen. And God's promises day by day. It says his merciful kindness is great toward us. Kindness is invariably associated with mercy. It is impossible to be kind without being merciful. So likewise, to be merciful is to be kind. It implies that there is a deep and genuine concern for another. This concern is one of compassion and mercy. We are moved to be kind because we care. Caring is the essence of God's selfless love expressed to one another. Ooh, I love it. Caring is the essence of selfless love. Mm, Amen. Okay, and God's way day by day. God is involved with every moment of your life. You cannot shut him out or turn him away. There is not a single moment or situation with which he is unfamiliar or uninvolved. Does God care that you are in debt and money is in short supply? Does God care that the air conditioning in your car no longer works? Does God care that your feelings were hurt in an argument that you had with your stepmother? Yes, he does. Psalm 145, 18 says, The Lord is near to all who call upon him. Amen. That's beautiful. Okay. And now I was reading through my Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Bible, complimentary of Miss Ashley. Thank you, honey. Um, And um, I was led to this passage where it says, 
Why does God tell us to flee from evil? And I thought this would be a good topic for us to tackle early, early in the year. So, those who hope that God will tolerate a little sinfulness generally do so because of iniquity in their own lives. They do nothing about their sin, even though they recognize it as wrong. But we are all sinful. None of us is perfect. And that is true. Romans 3.23 says plainly, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But recognizing our sin should compel us to do something about it. When we understand that we have violated God's will, we need to come to the Father and say, I need your forgiveness. Please wash me and make me clean in your sight again. When we recognize we have acted wrongly toward our neighbors or that we've disobeyed God, we should not casually brush aside our offense as if to say, well, that's just my human nature. Rather, we need to come to God and say, Lord, I have sinned. Have mercy upon me. Transform me, Lord, into the likeness of Christ so that I won't desire to do that again. Deuteronomy 19.19 gives clear instructions in how to deal with our sin. You shall put away the evil from among you, and those who remain shall hear and fear, and hereafter they shall not again commit such evil among you. Centuries later, Jesus told a woman caught in the act of blatant sin, Go and sin no more. So facing the fact that we are sinful creatures is not the same as tolerating sin in our lives. Scripture teaches us that God desires for us to hate sin and its consequences and to completely avoid evil. We are not to imitate evil. We are not to flirt with evil. We are not to be curious about evil. We are to turn our backs on it and run from it full speed. Why does God want you to flee from evil? Because he desires to protect you from sin's terrible consequences. The Lord knows what you will reap when you sow sinfulness, a harvest of terrible consequences, including anguish, trials, heartaches, and adversity. Don't do it. Instead, flee from evil and experience the blessings of the Lord. So once again, don't imitate evil, don't embrace evil, don't flirt with evil, and don't be curious about evil. Amen. Good words. Let's let them sink in. And I'll be back in just a moment. Thank you.
Lord, I believe that you created me for a special purpose and that you have a perfect plan for my life. I ask that you fulfill your purpose for me and help me to do my part by earnestly seeking you daily through prayer and your word. Thank you that as I seek you each day, that you will guide me along the best pathway for my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you for your tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, in every way. Father, how grateful we are that we don't have to beg, we don't have to plead, we don't have to wonder, we don't have to doubt. We just know that everything you said is absolutely true and that anyone who is willing to ask you to forgive them of sin and surrender their life to your Lordship, to your way, to your will, well, everything will change in their life for all eternity. We are all so grateful beyond all ability to express thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for everything. And remember, listeners, God has his best blessings waiting for us if we will walk in his way, follow his timing, wait upon him, trust him, and move when he says move. I love it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who inevitably trespass against us. And lead us not, Lord, into temptation, but please, please deliver us from evil. Amen. We are going to keep our foot from evil because we do not want any of the consequences that come with dabbling with the devil. All this we ask in Jesus Christ's name. 
Amen. Do an act of kindness today. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now. God bless you.